This episode of Fun Employment Radio is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. For a free trial and 10% off your first purchase, go to squarespace.com slash funemployment and use offer code funemployment. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com. Time is almost upon us. Oh my God. 24 hours from now, we'll be, well, we'll be about eight hours away from it. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's it's close enough. It's (laughs) less than 48 hours. We'll do that. You guys. It it is tomorrow. I mean, honestly, it is tomorrow. You guys can figure out the math from there. Mm -hmm. But the Fun Employment Radio Network Party happening Saturday, February 22nd at the Hawthorne Theater. Which is tomorrow night. It is tomorrow night. And I'm starting to freak out because I have to rap battle. Although. I've got a little something to play with that. Okay. Yeah, somebody's thrown down a bit of a challenge, perhaps. I've, I've heard the gauntlet has been thrown. The gauntlet's been thrown. All right. We'll have to talk about that. Is it a scary gauntlet? Is no. it an intimidating gauntlet? Not at all. Okay. Hello, <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. Of Very course, much so. Of course, you can go to funemploymentradio.com slash live, where we are live five days a week from Portland, Oregon, and you can listen in live for subscribing by subscribing for only six. Six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. Six ninety nine a month. You say yes, and, and a so free cheap. and a free month. Oh my so gosh! So really, I mean, it's less than that when you do the math on that. This is true. I'll let you do the statistics. Okay, I'm, I'm really bad at math. Yes, by economy standards, something along those lines. <laughs> um, but uh, yes, you can do that, and uh, of course, all the other fine programs on the network, which will all be represented tomorrow at our network party, which is uh, I am I am excited. Yes. I'm excited. It's, it's like gearing up now because we've been working it on is. this so much. It's like full throttle right now. I mean, for months we've been working on it, but especially the, over the last couple of weeks. And now it's, it's, it's in motion. Things are happening. The wheels are turning. The wheels are turning. Oh, yes. my God. Yes, indeed. You can't stop it. Like, there is no break. Nope. There's no emergency break. It's just going. Nope. And tomorrow we will be, uh, we'll be doing our live show there at the, uh, at the party. And in addition, there will be some other amazing things that are going to be happening on stage. Yes, we have an amazing raffle. Like, we just found out a couple more prizes we're going to be having. Oh, yeah. To give away. Yep. We've got some serious shit going on. There's like, a lot happening. This is, this is no, Greg, can I say this? This is no bullshit raffle. No. No. No, it's not. No. You're no. going to, you can actually enter for a chance to win. Some awesome stuff. Yep. There's a, Asylum's going to have a whole bunch of things. There's Metro PCS. Okay, we just confirmed this. Mm-hmm. Metro PCS is going to be offering a hydrophone like the ones that we have and one month of free service. Yeah. You can win that. You can win that. Yep. That'll you be walk there. In the door, you get a free raffle ticket and you could win that. You that know what? You like big ass sandwiches? Bam. Would you like a gift certificate that would get you uh, quite a few sandwiches? That's going to be there. That could be there as well. Secret Society. I'm going to be giving away some gift certificates. That's going to be there. Squarespace going to be giving away Squarespace some things. Squarespace is. And many, many other things. Uh, our fine listener, David, who is a very professional photographer, mind you, is also giving away a photography package with a stylist. Oh, that is awesome. Yes. I want that. I know. Maybe. Well, he's can be can we pi- rig it? Are we against... Can we win anything in the well, raffle? Well, he's taking pictures of us tomorrow. Can I go up and like announce the raffle ticket? Oh, he's gonna, this was mine. He's going to give me a nice filter. He's going to put like one of the... like the. He said he has like a, a wedding filter kind of thing, so it's going to make us look all glowy and oh, really? youthful. Uh-huh. Oh, well, that's good. Well, we all need that. Right. <laughs> uh, so, so all this is happening tomorrow. But let me, let me get straight to this here. I feel like I need to just play this right off the bat. And so this... This is something now, of course, part of the night is going to be myself in a rap battle with Scott Daly, Portland's whitest man. Oh, my God. It's going to be happening on stage. I've been, I was working hard last night. Actually, I spent hours uh, refining my raps, if you will, my rhymes, Sarah. Your rhymes? Yep, showcasing Please my skills. Please don't say that. Yep, That's almost my... as embarrassing as Scott Daly talking about it. Uh, no, it's about as embarrassing as standing in, alone in my room. Which is the converted attic in my house Rapping to myself Oh about my Scott god uh, So I was doing that for hours last night But apparently on Geek in the City The other night on Wednesday night um, Scott Daly recorded a bit of a A bit of a, a, a shout out A bit of a, a call out if you will Oh a call to arms if you a will A call to arms And I thought maybe I could just play this on here So you guys Ser- can get a taste He recorded of- something? Yes they recorded something at uh, I guess during their show Or right after their show Here in the studio and I've got the audio for it right here that I just oh. want to play. This is Scott Daly throwing Are, down the gauntlet. You're serious. I'm serious. No, they threw down the gauntlet. There's a whole video involved with it where I just want, want people to understand how serious this rap battle is. This isn't joking around. This isn't just for entertainment. This is, this is to take it all. This is to take the crown of uh, champion. Which can we announce? 
Yes, we do have a crown. We we actually bought a crown today. There's a crown that's going to be on the line between Scott and I. Whoever gets to have this crown can wear it with all the glory and pride. And, I and we'll believe. give it to, yeah, we'll, we'll let Keelan hang on to the crown. And that way, should Keelan be able to crown the winner? Keelan can crown the winner. Okay. Yes, Keelan gets to crown the winner. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I do not want to lose to Scott Daly. All right, but here, I'm going to go ahead and play this. So there's Yeah, that should of, be just enough. Like, that should be motivation. That enough. is motivation. So the video, there's some music first where it just says Scott Daly. Apparently, he's going by the term Mick. D. That's his rapping oh, name. Oh, that's so embarrassing. Or maybe it's supposed to be MCD. I don't know, but it looks like McD to McD? me. McD? Yeah. Maybe he's just a big fan of McDonald's or something. I, I think he is. Yeah. Scott Daly apparently likes McDonald's, so that is part <laughs> of it. So here it is. I'm getting ready to take on Greg Nibbler, a.k.a. Lil Swish. <laughs> oh, my God. A.k.a. Tiny Hulk. <laughs> In... The glorious rap battle of 2014. The Fun Employment Radio 2014 rap battle. Yes. Do you have any words for Mr. Greg Nibbler? I got a word for Greg Nibbler. More than a word. You better put your lips on, Nibbler, because no matter how tall you get, you're not going to be able to reach what I got planned for you, Nibbler. You're going down. down. Oh, hell yeah. Down. So Scott Daly, I think Greg Nibbler, Mark Greg Nibbler has said that uh, that you are yeah, you, you are you are the whitest man that he has ever known. Damn straight, you're unable to put together any sort of coherent uh, rhyming at all. <laughs> how how could you even face him in a rap battle? You know what? Greg Nibbler doesn't need to worry about how I can rhyme or not going to rhyme. The only person he needs to worry about how I'm going to rhyme is me, me and the audience and Nibbler because when they hear my rhymes or see my rhymes, there's nothing stopping me. Nothing. If you had one word to describe the audience's reaction after your rhymes in the rap battle, what would that be? Booyah. Oh! Oh my god. That is Scott Daly. That is the most embarrassing the thing I think I have ever heard. Well, be prepared for a lot of that on stage, apparently. This is this is his call-out. This is his shout-out. People are now expressing concern that Scott might be accidentally racist in his, <laughs> <in> his rap. <laughs> he did seem extremely proud about being the whitest man that we know. He did. That could be misconstrued. That's possible. So, Scott Daly and I, on stage, rap battle for the crown. It's going to be happening tomorrow and night. And what a crown it is, let oh, me tell it's you. A, it's an immaculate crown. Yes. It's a very expensive crown. Mm-hmm. Very, very expensive. <laughs> it almost cost us a whole dollar. <laughs> almost. Not quite. Not quite, but it was close to that. Uh, so We did upgrade from the 50-cent one, though, Greg. I got to say, though, yes. I, have been, I have been working hard on this because I do not want to lose. And, and But, I mean, I want it to be a fair fight. I don't know what Scott's come up with. I don't know how he's doing his thing, so I just got to be prepared. I know he doesn't want to lose either, so it's, it's, that's why it's a battle. I, I think you'll be okay. <laughs> I I think Scott is I think Scott is a wonderful human being. He's one of my greatest friends. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. I'm excited yeah. about this. This is going to either go horribly amazing or amazingly horrible. That's going to be both either of those way. Things. It's going to be yeah. It's going to be both of those. It will be both horrible and amazing. I think it all wrapped into one. Maybe mostly horrible. Who knows? But we, you will have to be there to witness this. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's happening tomorrow. All right, so there we go. Uh, there's also a couple other things that are going to be happening tomorrow night at the party. So we've been adding in extra little bits, and <laughs> we do want to bring this up, and we'll put a picture of this up on our website at funemploymentradio.com. And if you guys can't make it to the party tonight, tomorrow night, sorry we're talking about it so much, but it's it's fun. It's a this is our thing. We've been it. working on this for months, so yeah. I mean, this is this it's is just the thing. way that it is. Yeah, and uh, we we have come up with, and nobody else on the network knew this was going to happen. It was only Sarah, Kenny, and I, and we went and got them printed out today. So for the first 200 people in the door, you can get yourself. A collector's edition, mm-hmm. 11 by 17, autograph page <laughs> featuring a picture of everyone on the network where you can go around and collect their autographs. Because we know that's what everybody <laughs> yeah. wants. Everyone wants their wants autographs. And uh, oh, do you have the picture? Here it is. Sorry, right. post, Ooh. Post, do you have a picture we can post? I do. The, I'm grabbing it right now. Okay, yeah. We'll post that into the live chat, and we'll have that up at uh, funemploymentradio.com. So that's what I mean. These are the, the kind of special things that we have prepared. For people when they when they show we up, we do. I worked long and hard at making this autograph page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> a, I took my uh, inspiration from um, my bot magazines from when I was little. That was good. Mm-hmm. That was good. I'm yes. pretty impressed. So we we only have a limited amount of copies, and they're going to go like first come first serve. Yeah. So we we made uh, about 200 of them. Yep. So the first 200 people 
get one of them. You get one of them. Yes. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> and it should be noted that I found pictures of everybody on the network except for Willie from uh, Guys and Balls because he has no online presence. So his picture is of Nicolas Cage. So Nicolas Cage will be at the party <laughs> is what Sarah is saying, going under the name Willie. Yeah. So it's it's quite possible you could see Nicolas Cage walking around. Nicolas Cage could be there. <laughs> We're not guaranteeing he's going to be there, but... He's probably going to be there. He's, he's probably going to be mm-hmm. there. So you too can collect your uh, Fun Employment Radio Bop autograph page. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited. Like I was having so many flashbacks, like finding the confetti and the sunglasses and stuff to put in the background. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It A is lot of good. thought went into this, Greg. I know. I mm-hmm. know. Well, we, we all came up with the idea and then Sarah Sarah uh, created the uh, created the page right mm-hmm. there. It's, it's pretty cool. So that will be also available tomorrow night at the party. Oh, okay. Oh my gosh! So you're um, you're set with your app? Uh, well, I think so. I'm ninety percent there. I'll be ready to go by tomorrow. I did a little bit of my stand up in front of a couple of my girlfriends last night. Well, and that is the other thing. Sarah will be doing five minutes of stand up, which is her worst fear. Just to reiterate for anybody who hasn't. Yes, heard again, before. like if you missed this, this is not something I'm aspiring to be. I have many friends who are stand up. I do have many friends that are stand up comedians who are very very good at it. Mm-hmm. No disrespect to them because I am going to be awful. But uh, this <laughs> is also this is. Yeah, this is my nightmare. This is my nightmare coming true. Yeah, I'm so nervous. Well, you're gonna have to do. So it. I Are did you actually. Did you write? Did you write your stuff? I've out? written you, a bunch of shit. I don't really know like what to do. Do you want to do a sample of it? No. Do you want to like just give it a little little taste so that people know what kind of style no. you're doing? You know, are you gonna do like hijinks humor? Are you gonna be like a like a prop comic? You know, are you going to be like more slapsticky? I'm not going to be slapsticky. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, you're gonna have going to be like ventriloquist. Mm, no. No. You're not going to do slapstick. Are you going to like pretend to fall when you walk up to the stage? Oh God. Oh, what if you do fall though? I probably will. Yeah. Are you just going to try to turn that into? I a did buy a new dress though. Mm-hmm. Oh, you did buy a new mm-hmm. dress. Okay, it's a fancy cool. dress because I wanted to be like, all right, this is like, I, I want to feel like I'm almost wearing a costume tomorrow, so that I don't feel like it's really me. I think you should just go uh, go along the lines of uh, Sweet D and It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia when she does her stand up and just constantly be almost throwing up. Like, <laughs> no, God, no. <laughs> so I got hit by a bus yesterday because nothing else will hit on me. You know, something along those lines. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what that was her line. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say maybe you should come up with something like well, that. Well, thanks for putting the like vomiting sounds into my <laughs> mind now that I'm thinking about that. No, so I've written like a whole bunch of stuff. Uh-huh. So I have like four pages written, uh, like of content written. You have four pages of material. Yes. Wow. Are you carrying it around all the time? You've been taking taking advice like from all the comics that we have on the show. No, the I haven't. No, I don't want to bother them. Yeah. I haven't done because this is going to be. What I'm trying to think is like how small. Even though everyone keeps reminding me how long five minutes is, I'm trying to think about it in the opposite way that five minutes isn't that long. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Well, it's it's quite a while. If you think right now, we've only been talking for maybe five minutes. Oh. So. All of that time would have had to have been filled with you making people laugh. Oh my so gosh, it's going to be so quiet, and then mm-hmm. I'm. It'll be a quiet. It, it, what'll kind of be interesting is to see how quiet that many people can be at one time. That's you are something. such a dick. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to pay up for this bet too. So if you, I do was this, supporting you. No, and I support you, but I'm just saying, if you do this, remember, I have something on the line too. If you complete your five minutes of stand up, I have to have a damn ghost investigation in my house, which I do not want to have. So. I'm, I want you to do well. I'm also not necessarily all excited that you are doing it. So I, I'm just saying, okay. I got something on the line here. I have something on the line, and I still haven't told my roommates that's what part of the bed is. Yeah, see, I have a whole bunch of jokes about you, but I don't really know how to, like, inter- like do I intersperse them? Do nah, just- they probably won't hit. Nobody will laugh at those. <laughs> you know? They'll be like, ah, oh, well, yeah, but that's not What's funny. funny is that all the jokes that I have about you are ones that other people have sent me. <laughs> 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 so basically, a lot of my stuff is just from like, hey, I thought of this really funny thing that you could say about Greg. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be a roast of me? Is that what it's going to turn out to be? <laughs> nah. People are saying, oh, so should we all download cricket chirps on our cell phones? <laughs> <laughs> That's a fantastic idea. Whoever said that, that is great. Oh, yes. God. Oh, man. Yeah, it's going to be tough. I'm just going to like take my pages that I wrote and then just read them all straight. Like I, I'll just make sure that I have five pages or five minutes of writing. Yeah. So that way, like even if it doesn't work out, I'll just at least I'll fill the five minutes. <laughs> you'll, just, you'll just be reading off of a paper during the entire mm-hmm. time. You're really funny. People are saying, see, now I feel like I haven't prepared enough. Like, I feel like I'm preparing, but like every time I would sit down and try to write something, I would get all embarrassed. Like, it's totally out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. So, like, sit and write something, and then I would find an excuse to go, like, clean something. I'm like, oh, I could just do this later. I could do this oh, later. So you know off. what? Later is 
tomorrow night. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. You're really out of time to be uh, writing this stuff down. You're going to have to go off the cuff. You're going to have to do a little crowd work. You're going to do some crowd work? Should I? Yeah. Okay. Like, hey, hey, you Should I ask people the, where they're from? No, insured. Yeah, where'd you, where'd you come in from? Yeah. Oh, maybe I can get some plants. Like, we have our Canadian friends who are here. Maybe I can just ask that. I can say, like, oh, yeah, where are you from? Oh, you're from Canada. And then I can make up, like, a joke about Canada. Okay. All right. What would your what would your Canadian joke be? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, because, well, it's, if you're going to set it up, you have to have a punchline. Well, line yeah, but I haven't. I have, I'm just coming up with this now. I need a second mm-hmm. to think about it. Okay. All right. We're going to have to think of some Canadian jokes then, if that's what well, you Well, because there's, do. you know, like the crack smoking mayor, but he's awesome. So, I mean, we can't really make fun <laughs> right. of that. Yeah. Okay. Do you want me to look up uh, Canada jokes for you? Yes. Here. I'm, I'm going to Google here Canada, Canadian jokes. Please do. Okay. Let's see what we've got. I'll, I'll see what this pulls up with. Um, let's see. Uh, okay. These apparently are jokes that only Canadians understand. Uh, did you hear about the war be- between Newfoundland and Nova Scotia? The Newfies were lobbing hand grenades. The Nova Scotians were pulling the pins and throwing them back. So, that's apparently a... Oh, there's Canadians in the all room. Right. Is that a good one? They both gave. Yeah, they both that's gave a good. That's up. a good Canadian joke. Then, <laughs> see, all right, that's good. Um, <laughs> so, our six Canadian listeners who are going to be there. <laughs> <Love it. laughs> uh, okay, here's uh, here here's another here's another Canadian joke. So you can pull this out. Okay, is this work. one that like I'm, I can be an American telling a Canadian joke? Um, don't don't give me the oddly specific Canadian well, no, jokes gotta, that I don't understand. Well, no, but you've got You got to cater to your audience. You know, so each person when you're doing crowd work, you have to make them laugh. Oh, people are saying they're nothing but Terrence and Philip jokes. Oh, here we go. What, what do you call a sophisticated American? A Canadian? Ah, the, see, there you go. See, you're already you're already racking them up. Oh, but, but that's then, insulting to me. Well, yeah, and then everybody else in the audience. Too, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. So I don't know if that one will work. No, but, you know, you'll, at least you'll have six people laughing. That'll be. <laughs> 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 so yeah, I think I think you should really work uh, really work on the crowd work. No, people are giving me some um, some jokes in the chat. I'm looking at this. Okay, we got oh, some there's more. There's one. Uh, where did it go? A nineteen mil- billion dollar Facebook application purchase. What's up with that? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yes, yes, that you you absolutely have to do that one. You know what BC stands for in Vancouver, BC? Bring cash. Uh, yeah, it's expensive. And then just follow it up and explain the joke after you do it. And then be like, yeah, what's up? You know, you know what BC stands for? Bring cash. Because it's really expensive up there. I mean, and the exchange rate's kind of really bad right Someone's now. Someone's attractive so. cousin in the, in the chances. How do you spell Canada? C-A-N-A-D-A. Yeah. Is that... Okay, no, that was, I don't feel that's comfortable That's how you're going to do one. that one? No, I'm, I'm not going to do that one. I think you had to work on selling that one. That didn't quite work out. I mean, you know, what if what if you are just, like, immensely successful? I'm not going like, to. Like, what about that? That is, like, not a concern of mine. <laughs> That's not a worry. That's <laughs> not, not a worry. worry. <laughs> the last time I had to stand in front of a bunch of people and speak by myself was in my speech comm class in 1999, I think, where I read a copy, and I actually got to read it. I read Where the Wild Things Are. Uh-huh. That was the last time I had to stand up in public by myself and when read When was this? In 1999. That's the last time you ever said anything publicly, even with like like by myself. Like I'm always on. Like I. That's why I like being a co-host. Mm-hmm. Like Greg. In case you guys don't know, behind the scenes, like when you're doing a partnership, a lot of times it's good to have a number one and number two. Greg's number one. I'm number two. Mm-hmm. I am comfortable being a co-host. I don't like being a host. Yeah. I don't. I so I like being on stage alongside somebody. I am c- completely content being well, a sidekick. You'll be there all by yourself tomorrow. <laughs> Just you on stage. And hundreds of people watching you. So I just want to make sure. Oh, yeah. T Sex, what about the Emerson roast? That's true. But there were a lot of people on stage with me, so I didn't feel that alone. Right. This is going to be like, I have no, and I got to stand behind a podium. Here, I'm just going to be standing. I won't know what to do with my legs. What do I do with my legs? Do they just stand there? Oh, I don't know. What do I, I mean, do with my arms? Yeah, I mean, you got to shift around because you don't want to just stand there like, like, like dead, dead weight. Yeah, like dead arm. I mean, that's not exciting to look at. And if I try to do like the leaning on the mic stand thing, you know, I'm going to fall over. Right. Yeah. No, you do need to do the casual thing. The casual. Yeah. Like, hey, what's up? It's like, oh, I didn't even realize anybody else was here. I was going to be talking to myself, but oh, you guys are here too. Oh, neat. Oh, hey, there you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And play play that kind of role. Or you could do the opposite and pretend like you're like a prima donna when you're up there just to get that like, that kind of character, you know, and you're just like uh, annoyed with everybody. Are you going to yell at the crowd? Are you going to do that kind of thing? Because there's some of those guys that try to antagonize the crowd. I'm totally going to get heckled. Yeah. I just realized that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're Well, as long as the heckling lasts for five minutes, I'm fucking no, fine with it. No, you have, to, you have <laughs> to handle the hecklers. That's part of the deal. No, it's not part of the deal. You can't just put this... Stand-up doesn't involve someone up there and just getting berated. And crying. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, that, that's not stand-up. But if it's making people laugh, then that's pretty much stand-up. <laughs> well, I'll be laughing, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah there's, there's, there's all kinds of suggestions in here. 
for for what you should. Right, I can walk back and forth. That's what someone said. Have both hands on the microphone. Mm-hmm. But how can I have one of my hands on the beer if one of you know both of them are on the microphone? What you're going to be holding a beer? I think so. So you're yeah, you're, like at all times. <laughs> I think so. Oh wow! Should I? No. Or should I like take a sip and then set it down? On no, my you got to set it down. Yeah, you have to have a stool up there. That's one of the, one of the main things. One of the main things I've learned. So you have to have a stool where you set your drink on there, and then you walk around and you know and you yeah you could do like each side of the of the crowd. Like walk up, so hey, what's going? What's up over here? How are you guys doing tonight? And then put your hands on your hips and be like, and do that kind put of. Put my thing. hands on my hips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, but I want to. I want to do this. I'm going to hold the beer and the, the microphone. The beer in the right hand. Because or else I don't, don't know what to do with my arms. Well, and you got to wave it around. You got to like talk standing to the in public. I mean, seriously, like if you're standing, like even, like when we were at the Secret Society last time, standing up there, like I didn't know what to do with my arms. I was like, Are you going to be doing any impressions? No. You're not going to do impressions. Why would I do impressions? Oh, every comedian has to have an impression. Sarah, that's just one of the rules. I figured you. The just only just... one that I can do is Stephen A. Smith, <laughs> and that's an impression of my impression. I know it is an impression of your impression. All right, do your Stephen A. Smith. Why won't LeBron James participate in the dunk contest? <laughs> and that's about a one percent joke, I think, <laughs> for people who watch that much ESPN that they'll know that. Um, all oh, right. I can do an impression of you. That's a good suggestion, Alex. Oh, wait a minute. <gasps> Oh, I can put on a beanie. Oh, props. Oh, I'm going to do that. Oh, let me put a note in my, my joke notes. You're, you're going to dress up in drag as me? Let's Is see. that called dressing up in drag? Greg impression. What's the proper term for that? Bring beanie. It's an, it's an, yeah. That, that would be called dressing up I'm dressing drag. up in drag, yeah. Okay. So you're going to dress up as me. This is what you're, this no, is No, not for the thing. whole thing. Okay. What, what's your Greg impression? Let me hear what a Greg impression would be. Sarah, does my hair look okay today? <laughs> See, nobody's going to understand that. Nobody's going to get that joke. I can, it's being suggested I can kneel down on my shoes so I look shorter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. I think your Greg impression sucks. I don't think <gasps> that's not going to be believable. Oh, it's going to be totally nobody's, believable. Nobody's going to go along with that one. Oh, what can I do? Oh, okay. Oh, I'm. Re- Let me. I want to crumple something. I'm going to crumple it. <laughs> Everything else out the door. I'm doing a Greg impression. What, for five minutes? Sure. For five minutes, you're going to do an impression And then of I can me. just keep saying, I'm a man. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's going to like that. That's not going to work. That's not going to work. <laughs> I feel good. I've been trying to find, I've been trying to, to find something that sticks. That's good because that way I'm not being me. I'm being you. Right. And it's like, I can separate myself. Uh-huh. That's how that's going to work for so you. So can it, can it just be about, have you guys ever noticed that Greg does this? <laughs> well, that's not an impression, though. See, then that's talking about me. He's all like, blah, 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 blah. What, what's, what's your Greg voice sound like? Nasally. <laughs> Hi, I'm Greg. <laughs> really? That's that's what it is? I don't know if you recognize me, but I'm a very famous actor. <laughs> That, that's how I sound. That's what I say. Did you see me in that holiday commercial? <laughs> <laughs> that is not how I sound. And I've never said that to anyone. <laughs> right, I'm stopping now. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Done. Done. I, don't wanna, I don't know if I want to know where you're going with all of this. I'm crying. <laughs> okay, I'm you got done. It, got it together. Is this how this is how your stage performance is going to go? I don't know if I like this going the way it's going right now. Okay, I'm done. All What's right. up? You got it together. <laughs> yes. Five minutes. That was about twenty seconds. I haven't written it out yet. Are you going to bring up a coffee cup and keep drinking out of it while you're on stage? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Stop looking at me. All right, let's move on. All right. Well, should we do a little bit of World of Crazy? <laughs> oh, really? That's what we're going to. <laughs> uh, sorry, you guys. We've been working so... <sighs> I, we are delirious at this point. We're a little bit delirious. Totally worth it, though. You're great. It was funny sucks. when we were getting <laughs> we were getting the um, the autograph pages printed today. At, <laughs> the lady thought that we were just nuts. She's like, no, oh. actually, that's because you were nuts because you kept over explaining it. I didn't, but she also. Well, I was talking to her. I'm like, don't you remember those old, you know, autograph pages? And she's like, oh, I totally had Bop. No, you put her into a corner where she had. I to answer did that. not. Oh no, when she willingly answered. Mm. She wanted to. No. I could tell. Yeah, that's how you could pick it up on. Pick it up on.
I am so fucked. <laughs> I am really looking forward to your stand-up. Are you? Yes. I didn't have too much to drink beforehand. Oh, I'm not. Oh, yeah. By the way, Sarah and I will not be drinking very much before the uh, before we're done. There will be ample time, though, that's scheduled in here so that we can all hang out. And Sarah and I will be doing lots of shots afterwards, I imagine. Yes. Um, but leading up to the show, we have to maintain partial sobriety. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, so any shot that you want to buy us, I will send you in the direction of my closest single girlfriend and you can give it to them. Wait, well that's that kind of sucks why? for me. So why wh- actually Would uh, you want to just hoard them on stage until after and then just do them all? <laughs> yes, just me. <laughs> no, I just meant the single girlfriends. But um why don't you uh, well we can always have them up on stage with us. These are possibilities. We'll cover this later. Okay. All right. All right, cuz I de- I will declare right now that my wonderful friend Kelsey who is a hot flight attendant, will be in attendance tomorrow wearing her flight attendant suit. <laughs> she's going to wear that? She in? is going is she to allowed wear to do that? It's her old one. Oh, okay. So she's not wearing her one that she's yeah that she has now. Okay, she so can't there, wear her, her one that she wears. There will be a flight attendant. There will attendance. be not just a flight attendant, a hot flight attendant. Okay. Yeah, You know Kelsey's easy on the eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. So we'll bring her up so that way we can, maybe she can show us the directions of the fire exits in the building. Okay. Okay. It, it would be quite helpful. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Uh, first up, I have an update from a story that we had yesterday. Oh. Or was it yesterday or the day before? I don't know. It was about the clown shortage. Was that the day before? I think it was the day before. Yes. Okay. We were talking about a... a yeah. Well, we were talking about how there's an imminent clown shortage right. that's, uh, that's happening in the United States. There is. Well, uh, so this was a claim made by the New York Daily News, and they claimed that there was a national clown shortage on the horizon, but that is just a bald-faced lie, according to the clowns and the clown alliance. So, um, so the spokesman for the Clowns of America International, his name is uh, President Glenn Kohlberger, said, what's happening is not true. There are many clowns, and people still want to be clowns. He's very adamant about it. Okay, he's very upset about clowns. it. All right. Yeah, so the story goes on to point out that uh, the na- the Nationwide Clown Network, the World Clown Association, has seen its membership drop from 3,500 to 2,500. Oh. There are only 2,500 working clowns in existence, Greg. Honestly, I'm kind of surprised it's that small. Mm-hmm. In the world? No, in, the, in America. In America. Yes. So there's a clown union or, or organization you join? There is a clown... Yeah, clowns of America International. Okay. So, uh... When it, in speaking further about it, Glenn Kohlberger, uh, President Clown, says, uh, to say there's a clown so- Glenn shortage. Glenn Kohlberger. Was he in clown uniform while he was talking about it? I love how you called it a uniform. Yeah. <laughs> I, I <laughs> clown know. uniform. I want to look up Glenn Kohlberger. <laughs> I want to see what uh, Glenn Kohlberger looks like. Yeah. K-O-H-L-B-E-R-G-E-R. Okay. Uh, to say there's a clown shortage, that's just false. We don't get paid. We educate and we help others. Like any association, people forget to renew their memberships. That's why the numbers aren't dwindling. He said, unfortunately, the dwindling numbers are due to a lot of irresponsible clowns out there who are not renewing their memberships. That's shocking. Mm-hmm. That is uh, incredible that somebody who dresses up as a clown would be irresponsible. I know. I'm, I'm, and I'm not. Di- I'm not. Disp- now I'm going to get like clown hate mail or something like that. Dude, I have clown neighbors. You have what? I have clown neighbors. I told you. They're, they're really actually- creepy. I mean, they're, they're, I guess they're cute. Whatever. They're working. Everyone needs to make money. Whatever. You do, you do your thing. I don't remember you talking about this. They're, they're. Your yeah, they're clown. They're they're a clown couple that lives down the street from me that perform at uh, coffee shops around the city. Wow! Yeah, really? Like, mm-hmm. what do they do at a coffee shop? They who tell, walks they tell a, children's stories. Who walks into a coffee shop and is excited to see a clown sitting in there? Yeah, like talking to them, they're, telling them jokes. They, they are everywhere. I see them. They ride around. I'm not shitting you on their matching tall bikes. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. I don't think I've seen this. Mm, I, I see was them all the time. Of this. Okay. It's all the time. Okay. Yeah, and Lisa and I live, uh, Lisa Wood and I live in the same area, and she sees them all the time, too. So we always talk about the weird clown couple. Yep. They're getting hired to do this? Yeah. They're hired to read People the children. People pay money. Yes. They have a website. I've been to it. I want So I was very up. curious about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess, do you want to give out their name, or maybe not? No. Uh, Alex, yes, that's who it is. Okay. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Ugh. But hey, they're you know getting paid to. Oh no, good for them. That just creeps me the hell out. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Next up, a budding young entrepreneur is making some headlines. Greg, 
Um, and it is a 13-year-old Girl Scout named Danielle Lee. Now, uh, I think this broke yesterday, but I was just seeing this today. So um, we all know that uh, you know Girl Scout cookies are, are being sold right now. It's Girl Scout right. cookie time. Yeah, they're Girl thieves Scout. is what they are. I Why just, are they thieves? Because I'm still mad because that one year I went in there and the Girl Scout charged me $6 for a box of cookies. And then I found out afterwards they were only $4. I'm telling you, be careful. They're going to gouge you on prices. you got to watch out for the Girl Scouts. It's a whole racket. I mean, they're delicious cookies. Well, yeah, they are delicious. Yeah, That's that, why people like them. Yeah, that girl charged me $6 for a box of Thin Mints. Well, do you know who finds Girl Scout cookies the most delicious, probably? Who? Stoned people. Yes, that's true. And this 13-year-old girl decided to set up her Girl Scout cookie stand. Not in front of, you know, like a Fred Meyer or a Safeway or anything. Nope, she set it in front of a medical marijuana collective. <laughs> and within two hours, she sold 117 boxes. That's genius. One hundred and seventeen boxes of cookies. That is genius. That's the perfect place to go mm-hmm. sell them. And where, where was this at? Uh, so this was in California, in Northern California. Okay. So uh, Danielle and apparently her little sister have also set up uh, in front of weed dispensaries before. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yes. So in two hours, one hundred and seventeen boxes. Man, I do. Oh, I was in Girl Scouts. Selling cookies sucked. Did you? So you went out into like the door to door. Oh, door to door. Door to door. How, were people ever rude to you? Oh, no, not when you're a Girl Scout. Yeah. I mean, they didn't buy cookies, and it would hurt my feelings. Did, would you cry about it? <laughs> I would cry, and then they buy cookies. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's a gigantic racket. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, you get a little girl crying, and you're like, oh, my God, all right, fine, I'll buy some cookies. I'll buy your delicious cookies. Yes, and then she'll overcharge you. You got overcharged a dollar by one Girl Scout five years ago, and you're still... $2. Oh the the cookies were $4 that If year? I give you $2, will you just never talk about that again? No. All right, I have two weird stories. Like, every once in a while, I'll see, like, a pattern in the news that has, like, apropos of nothing. So, uh, first story out of Seattle. A Seattle man who claimed to have dual membership in the Sicilian Mafia and the CIA to avoid paying taxes at a restaurant ended up as a member of another exclusive club, Inmates of the King County Jail. <laughs> This sounds like something you do, Greg. Claiming what? membership of the Sicilian Mafia. I and the would CIA. never do that. I would never do that. But he claimed both. He claimed both. Well, see, that's where he messed up. You got to yes. pick one. You got to uh, stick to one story. So the unnamed man, 35 years old, was arrested and charged with theft, assault, and harassment after he tried to skip out on a twenty uh, two hundred twenty six dollar dinner bill at the World Sports Grill. So his excuse was, no, I'm in the mafia, I don't have to pay. <laughs> so after he got the bill, uh, which included a fish and chips dinner and four very, very expensive scotches. What, what was his name? Uh, they didn't say his name. Okay. Uh, the man attempted to pay, pay with a credit card, which was declined several times. Um, when the waitstaff refused to let the man leave, um, <laughs> his behavior took a bizarre and erratic turn. He first claimed to be a member of the Sicilian Mafia and said he would come back and whack everyone. <laughs> the suspect... Not, you know, when you say it like that, that's not really how that's going to sound. Yeah. That's not the kind of whacking I would... Uh, especially anticipate. if he's at what, what, the World Sports Grill. <laughs> I'm going to come back and whack all of them. I'm going to come back and whack you. Uh, he, he then followed them up by informing employees that not only was he part of the Sicilian Mafia, he was also involved with the CIA. The man realized nobody was buying what he was selling, so he made a break for it as employees tried to stop him. Uh, he managed to fight past them, but then they eventually were able to hold him out in the front sidewalk. Uh, officers took him into custody. Uh, as they pulled him away, the man, kicking and screaming, yelled at the staff, This isn't over! And vowed to return to the World Sports Grill. (laughs) (laughs) So from Sicilian Mafia to another way that people don't want to pay for their food. This is is just weird. Both of these stories are back-to-back. A Florida woman... Accused of skipping out on a hun- uh, on an eighteen dollar and forty six, uh, or excuse me, eighteen dollar restaurant bill, allegedly gave the cashier two options: give her a free meal and go to heaven, or charge it on her credit card and go straight to hell. Oh, wow, <laughs> this is what she told her. She's got that power. I mean, yeah. So this happened uh, when Ruthina Lewis took her mother to eat at the A and G restaurant in Winter Haven, Florida. When the time came to pay, Lewis took her mom to the car and re-entered the restaurant to pay with a credit card, but the card was declined. The, cash re- the cashier told police that uh, Lewis held the cancel button down when the charge was being processed. According to the police report, Lewis then gave the cashier a choice. If the meal was free, she said that she would give her a free pass to heaven. If she insisted on running the card through, though, she would go to hell. Lewis then left the restaurant, leaving her business card of her church. <laughs> she told the restaurant employees <laughs> to call her pastor and he would pay the bill. 
she was arrested a short time later, and they were charged with misdemeanors and later arrested. So uh, she also had eighty dollars in her possession when she was arrested, so she could have paid for her eighteen dollar meal. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, if you have that kind of power, though, I wonder how many times she's done that and it's worked. Though, that's the thing. Because you know never that's not the worked. first time. You know that's not the first time she's tried that, and somebody else has, has gone with it. If anybody did that to me at the place I work, I would be like, no. What would you do? What would you do if somebody did that, actually? Well, now since I've worked there like six times, I'm pretty rough and tumble. What if they refuse to pay, though? Well, uh, they have to give me their card. Okay. Like, they can't, like, that's that's the good thing is, like, I have to have their card to start a tab. Okay. What would you say to her? Like, but sometimes, like, people will be like, oh, hey, I want to pay cash for my card. Can I get my card back? And I'd be like, you show me the cash first. Is that how you do it? That's you, how I do you it. You do strict. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're strict like that? Mm-hmm. You say, you show me the cash first. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I, somehow I don't see you doing that. You show me the cash, and then you get your plastic back. Wow. You're a tough bartender. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Two men in the chat says, if you buy me a beer at the listener party, I'll give you free heaven. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are no poop-eating stories today. Oh, Just good. so you Thanks. guys know. Good. Yeah. Glad to get that off. And finally... Oh, do I want to do this one? No, I have two more. All right, I'm going to do both of them. Uh, this took place on a campus of Concordia University, which we've all seen all of those advertised. Isn't Concordia one of those, like... There's multiple ones of them, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. It's like a trade school? I think so. And I don't know for sure, but I know there's multiple Concordia universities. Mm-hmm. Well, the director of public safety for a Concordia University in River Forest was arrested after allegedly masturbating inside the office of a school employee. Oh. According to police, the employee reported seeing Marges exit her office around 9.30 p.m. while buttoning up his pants and fastening his belt. <laughs> when the woman confronted Marges, so this guy's name is Tim Marges, about what he was doing in his in her office, he allegedly stated that he was checking the room because the door had been left open. <laughs> police say that after Marges left, the employee discovered a... Clear liquid oh. inside of one of her shoes, which had been left in the office. Oh, in the shoe? In her shoe. Oh. Wow. Yes. Again, too, with this guy, that's not the first time he's done No, that. that's just the first time he got caught. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's multiple people that had to put their... Fe- oh. All right, so this was in uh, Concordia University in Chicago. There we go. So uh, she alerted police, detectives came, and he eventually confessed to doing what he did. I want to hear there. that confession. <laughs> Tell us exactly what you did. Well, <laughs> took the shoe and I... Never mind, I'm not going to do the confession. Do it. No. And finally, I might have a joke about this tomorrow, which is why I was really excited when I saw this today. The 10-year-old dwarf joyrider strikes again. Oh, no. <laughs> Isn't he Norwegian or something? Um, I believe so. Some Scandinavia or somewhere. Yeah, it doesn't... I think he might be a Norwegian. Yes, but uh, he is back to joyriding, Greg. Still not fully convinced this isn't you. Ten-year-old dwarf joyrider strikes again. <laughs> the ten-year-old joyrider who made headlines earlier this month when he claimed to police that... No, 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 he was a dwarf who had forgotten his driver's license. <laughs> had struck again. Uh, let's see, this past Wednesday, the boy was stopped by police driving his aunt's car. Not his parents this time, but his, uh, his aunt's car down the road. Who is letting this kid, like, <laughs> with unfettered access to all of these cars? Well, apparently everyone no. leaves their keys in their car, and this is in Oslo. So apparently everyone leaves their keys in their car there. So Because the boy had apparently spotted the keys in the ignition and decided to put his newfound driving skills to another test. He <laughs> drove an estimated four miles before he was finally stopped by police. So, of course, earlier on February 12th, he was stopped after driving his parents' car into a ditch. Uh, the snowplow operator that rescued him, you know, he told him that he was a dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> so his mother his said, ex- no, 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 he's not a troublemaker. He's just an excitable young boy. <laughs> what was his excuse this time? Um, he didn't make an excuse. His mother said, um, the temptation was just too great. He's a boy who likes adventure and excitement. It's probably just that. Yeah, well, there. that's why he's getting un- unfettered access to uh, mm-hmm. to cars. Yeah. It sounds like a m- mother of the year right there. Yep. And aunt of the year, too. I might or might not have a 10-year-old dwarf joke in my stuff tomorrow. Oh, really? You're going to slide what? one of those in there? Wow. Maybe when I'm you. Yeah, okay, I can see where this is going. <laughs> that is your world of crazy. Oh, God, I just got re-nervous. I've been listening to rap battles, I'm not going to lie. What? Yeah, I've been listening to more rap battles, just okay. so I can get the idea of how the flow is, how it's supposed to work. 
how to, how to spit my rhymes. I have to learn how to talk like that, too, because that's part of it. Yeah, I mean, I saw Scott Daly in that video. He, he looks pretty, pretty intimidating. intimidating. I have to admit, that, that's a pretty intimidating video. So I, I, will have to, uh, I will have to up my game, I guess, in order to do that. All right. Well, I've got, I've got a couple of things. So I do have to do, I have to do a little bit of ball talk. Okay. Because I have to about, talk about something where I lost. I didn't entirely win my bet. <laughs> so by that you mean you lost. And perhaps uh, we have two gentlemen from Canada who are in here in the room right now, down from Canada for the listening party, for the listener party. That's, the listening uh, party. The listening party. <laughs> well, you will be listening, I guess. Well, that's true. It all works out. And heckling. Who <laughs> may be very happy that I lost this bet. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. Um, so it is. Uh, it's short balls. Supple but short. And I've got a couple of things in here. So. First off, we'll just get right to it. Of course, was uh, what yesterday or the day before that the uh, U.S. and women's teams it played in hockey at the Olympics, and uh, the U.S. and Canadian teams, and they Canadians kind of won that one, barely. barely Didn't won. they win all of them? Well, they barely won. It. Yeah, it was close. Just like you barely doesn't lost really your bet. <laughs> doesn't quite. Well, kind of counts. I mean, on a technical reason. Canada won the, the women's hockey medal, and today, the men's teams, or U.S. and Canada, played this morning, well, this morning our time, uh, in the uh, evening in Sochi time, and the Canadians kind of won. I'm sorry, they what? Canadians kind of won. So I can't. On the gold medal. I can't understand what you're saying. Canada beat the United States <laughs> in hockey. <laughs> hey, and who's the idiot that made a bet? That guy. I made a bet with uh, one of my Canadian friends, and in accordance with that, I now on my Facebook page have an entire banner that says... You know that's a lose-lose bet, right? What do you mean? Because if she, you know, since she won, it's just going to be gloating, and mm-hmm. if she lost, she would just be sad, and then you'd feel bad about it. You really did set what yourself I- up to fail with that. I would make you feel bad. I know you don't feel human emotions, but I would tell you that that's how you were supposed to feel. Okay. Well, right now my banner on my page says USA Hockey Sucks. <laughs> and that has to be up there for 24 hours. So that is on there. Canada won. Yeah, they won. Damn it. <laughs> there are two very happy people in this room yes. right now. Um, <laughs> so uh, congratulations to them. They're going on to the gold medal. U.S., I guess, is going to play for bronze. Aaron has a really good point for you. What's that? Uh, Aaron Duran in the live chat says, Greg, statistically, the bronze medal actually has metal that's worth more than the badly coated gold and silver medal, so statistically, the U.S. did win. Oh, well, see, there we go. <laughs> there we go. That all works out then. So, yeah, uh, yeah, enjoy your uh, fake gold medal that uh, that you guys are going to be getting, yeah, getting there. So, yeah. And plus, it's Russian gold. You can't trust that. You can't trust the Russians on that one. Yeah, just like foil wrapping or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> it's just gonna—they're gonna get home and realize it's just a chocolate. It's been wrapped up. <laughs> gold medal for you. Um, all right, so Canada going on to do the gold medal match. I did see somebody actually in the chat made a good analogy, and that was Tony. He said that um, you know if the U.S. loses in hockey, we're all kind of like, well, all right, that kind of sucks. If Canada loses, it's a national disaster. But. That's kind of the same for the U.S. in basketball. Because mm-hmm. if we don't get the gold, that sucks. Like like we didn't get it a, a couple of, uh, I think in Athens, where we didn't get the gold medal. That was lame. That was unacceptable. So I think that's. I think I can kind of understand how Canada feels about hockey. Okay. Yes. Damn it, I still wanted to win. All right, moving on to ball talk. We've got uh, a few different things here. So... Of course, the uh, the Olympics are still going on. There's there are other sports that are going to be happening for a while, and I do have this. This is this is somebody else who did a little bit of comedy, Sarah. Comedy. Now, I want to see if you have some kind of a, if you have the comedic timing as this gentleman, as uh, Mr. Matt Lauer. So we're gonna no. we're gonna compare you with this. So of course, Bob Costas. So can I play this tomorrow and then compare my com- comedic stylings to Matt Lauer? Well, you know, Bob Costas has his eye problems when he's over there broadcasting. Oh, he's got I the like pink Bob eye. Bob Costas. And then you also have your sty eye. I do. And is there, are there going to be sty jokes in there? Oh. And you realize you can hardly even see. I got to make a note of that. I mean, barely tell. Well, I'm still wearing my sty glasses okay. anyway. Uh, <laughs> so here's what happened. This was uh, Bob Costas was getting ready to head out of the Olympics because he's going back home. Matt Lauer taking over. Here's the interview. And you tell me if... Uh, are you here for much longer or when are you taking off? I will leave uh, leave on Monday. You are taking the red eye home? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Oh, 
the kind of comedic timing that you're going to be displaying? Probably. <laughs> maybe you can open up for Matt Lauer at some point. I don't know. Maybe I should list all the songs that people have been making puns about my sty with. <laughs> Are there? Oh, yeah. Are I get messages from people. Like, I was like, oh, God, my eyes and Tuggy in particular keeps raining. It's like, sty me a river. <laughs> sty eyes. Lucy in the sty with diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Um, All right, moving on to ball talk. Not, uh, not much else is happening. Uh, because of the uh, the Canadian bet, uh, now the Obama has to send uh, Prime Minister Stephen Harper two cases of beer in accordance with uh, with losing the uh, two, two matches. So that's happening. Obama's sending that. And I think it, just in honor of this, because I am a good sport, I will play this. What? People are just making up. I'm, I'm copying and pasting all of these, you fuckers. Right. You're coming into my. You're in my comedy routine now. That's right, fuckers. According <laughs> to Sarah, yeah, yeah, fuckers. <laughs> Is that going to be more of your humor? Are you going to go more with a uh, more of a, like Larry the Cable Guy type thing? It felt like more Trailer Park Boys to me. Okay. More yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, here we go. This is to close it out in honor. This is a song that was just posted today. Now I don't know if this is an older song or not, but it's by uh, someone by the name of Patricia McDonald, and it just says Canada's hockey song. So we're gonna go ahead and play a little part of that, just in accordance with the usual ballparks. Here we're drinking beer and showing off our game. We won the gold in Salt Lake, though in Turin we felt shame. Stevie Y looked far and wide to build a winning team. He picked the best above the rest to chase the nation's dream. It started well, we gave him hell. Norway couldn't score. Bobby Lou, he came through and Iggy mopped the floor. Switzerland gave us a run Cause Hiller played so sharp But Crosby scored the shootout goal And broke the Swiss's heart Oh, the good old hockey game Is the best game you can name And the best game What you can is name. going on here? Okay, I was just informed something game. here And actually, maybe we should bring on uh, Bring on uh, our, our guest our Canadian guest Yes Which one of our Canadians would like to speak? Who would like to explain this? Oh. So, of course, for the uh, network party um, we have some very special guests who are going to be joining us from all over the world, including here right now, direct from Canada, but this morning. Yep. <laughs> so, Will you angle his mic a little bit? So, uh, yeah, go ahead and just angle it down there. There you Perfect. go. How's that? Hi! Oh, so Sebastian and Dwayne are both here. Welcome to the States. Great to be here. Holy cow. I know. Thank you so much for all of the wonderful gifts you guys got us, too. I know. We have some amazing Canadian Oh, gifts. my gosh. Well, here... Actually, so I have some questions. Why don't we say that concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Woo! And you obviously, go. you know, you guys winning the... Uh, win it, well, you didn't get the gold medal yet, but you won... You beat the U.S. today. Gold now, that song... <laughs> <laughs> so, this song, you were just telling me something about this. Yeah, well, um, um, the original is uh, Stompin' Tom Connors. He's the original artist, and it's considered to be uh, uh, Canada's uh, second anthem, national anthem, if you will. Really? Okay. That yeah. song? Oh, yeah. You, at, in, in the hockey games, they'll play during the intermission, and everybody sings along. Canada sounds like a happy, magical place. It does. Everyone's just singing and getting along and being polite. And But what would happen, though, if, say, Canada had lost today? to the U.S., mm -hmm. what would that have been like in Canada? Well, we wouldn't have been wearing these jerseys to begin with. <laughs> uh, it would have been... Uh, They're both resplendent in Canadian jerseys, by the way, today. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, it would have been uh, a national day of mourning, to oh. be honest. Because you were saying that nobody works, that schools are closed. The like high schools, everybody had big TVs set up. Uh, productivity in Canada went way down. <laughs> and um, from, from, from what I hear from, from last time, uh, from Vancouver 2010, um, the... Um, during the intermissions, uh -huh. there was a huge upswing in, in like water usage because everybody went to the bathroom at the same time. <laughs> All right, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, no, no crime. Like, there's zero crimes reported during the hockey That's true, games. because none of the cops will be out on the streets. They're all watching the game. But none of the robbers, either. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Everybody's just arms in arms, just cheering on. Oh, all wow. Right, that, is, that is kind of amazing. I, I can't think of a... I can't think of any kind of, like, sport camaraderie that exists like that, like, over everybody. The only, the only thing I could see, I mean, maybe, yeah, U.S. basketball, but 
and I'm I'm just gonna be honest with this. We are pretty dominant in that, so it doesn't really it's not as fun. Just because I mean we have LeBron James and Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. you know, players like that. I guess Spain came kind of close, but we don't have something that's quite as unifying. I think no. as Canadians have hockey. It, it, it unites us. I mean, they put you in skates when you're like four years old. <laughs> you have no choice they, in the they matter. They start you very young. <laughs> I, I Currently, I have hockey tape in my bag. I barely skate, and I have hockey tape in my bag. Cause, you know what? <laughs> it's just as good as duct tape. You never know when you're going to need it. <laughs> Do all Canadians carry around hockey tape? No, it's just me. Just you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dwayne is shaking his head no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Just hit six, Dwayne. Thanks. <laughs> so you guys are from Calgary. Correct. Okay. So, and have, have you lived in Calgary your whole life or different parts of Canada? Or No, actually. Well, the thing with Calgary is nobody's ever really from Calgary. I'm actually from, from Chile, from South America. Okay. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, so All right. I'm also fluent in Spanish, so this I'm wearing my Canadian disguise. <laughs> <laughs> I've been assimilated, much like we've been trying to do with you, with all the paraphernalia. Oh, my gosh. They brought us so much paraphernalia. So the, so the paraphernalia to which he speaks of is, uh, I don't even know where to begin. We've got these amazing Canadian Olympic mittens. Yeah, are they Olympic mittens or they're just they're just Canadian mittens? Greg, look, there's the Olympic symbol on Oh, them. there is the Olympic symbol. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yes. They so we, are amazing. So we, not only do we get mittens, I got two boxes of Canadian Kraft macaroni and cheese, which is called Kraft Dinner. It, it's a fancy meal over there. It's so fancy. <laughs> I told them I'm going to eat this before the listener party tomorrow. Now, what's the difference between American Kraft and that Kraft? We are going to find out. Okay. We're, that's what we you need to go see. Yeah, Dwayne was saying like, we need to know. Like a Pepsi it. taste test. Exactly. I will be able to tell. I, I eat so much Kraft. I will. You think you'll be able to tell? Oh, yeah. I, you know what? Why don't we make two separate ones here at some point, and I will, I will give you a blind taste test. Okay, we can save one. Okay, but I'm eating one of them tomorrow. Okay, okay, all right. So we got the uh, the craft dinner, also Canadian sunglasses as well. Oh Greg, yes, do you wanna, yes, yes. No Canadian sunglasses, complete with. Uh, yeah, they're they're pretty amazing. These are like '80s style with the, with the Canadian flag on them. With the visors, it's pretty amazing. And a hockey puck or stick, hockey yes. stick, and an eye patch for me. <laughs> <laughs> it is so awesome. Thank you guys so much too. It's it, and a Canadian honestly, flag. I forgot that's, yes, in, that's Canadian in the green flag. room as well. And I think this hockey stick's got to go up on the wall in here. Oh, that's mounted. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with that. For anybody who's getting upset that I'm uh, saying putting a Canadian hockey stick up on here, mm. I'm already over the loss. So. <laughs> just, just so you know, that was really difficult to get through security. Oh yeah, because so it's like a miniature uh, hockey stick. This is probably considered a weapon. I bet it was. You know, they they had they they asked questions about it when uh, when we were uh, leaving, and then when we got to U.S. Customs, they they kind of like, now we better just hide that so it doesn't get confiscated. And then they oh, realized wow. your Canadians like, ah, you guys aren't violent, yeah, so it's, it's not gonna be okay. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's a it's a religious artifact. <laughs> oh, that thing is so cool. Yeah, that's going up in the green room. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and so so you guys are down. We've got people flying in from all over. And I don't know if I talked about this on the show, but originally we had, um, when we first started this show, we had a listener from Kazakhstan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, by the name of Zamir, who started, this was like four years ago when we first started the show, mm-hmm. and he was listening to us. I think he was in high school, and he wrote, like, uh, he's practicing his English, and he's We were teaching English. him English. Yeah, he was partially pra- learning and practicing English based off of our show. That was when we were drinking a lot, too. Which, which is complete. <laughs> was very profane. A very bad move on his part. So I hope he's <laughs> learned his lesson since then. Um, but he's now going to school uh, somewhere in, Cal- well, in Santa Barbara in California. I don't know what school. He is going to be coming up here to the listener party. <gasps> we so get to meet him? We get to meet him. He's no coming into shit. town today. And so he had first listened to us in Kazakhstan. So we have a Kazakhstani who's going to be, I believe, a couple of his friends as well. There will be the listener party as well. So it's Holy a multinational- shit. I didn't realize he was coming. Yeah. Yeah. It's a full multinational <laughs> party we have going on. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So no, uh, no pressure whatsoever. No, no pressure. <laughs> no. Yeah. Better perform. Now, you know, you got to work on that oh stand up a little bit more. Oh, my God. So it's, it's, it's going to be so fantastic. I think I've got my Greg impression pretty locked in, though. Uh, no, it's going to mm. be terrible. It won't work out. <laughs> it won't work out at all. Um, all right. So thank you so much, everybody. Uh, should we do some science facts today? I think we should. So why don't we, we take do a break this? and so I can gather some? Well, because and I don't know how the Canadian schools work, but I'm sure... There's something in there that I could probably correct from what they've learned as well. So maybe we can get some some questions from them and a couple questions from the live chat. Sure. Funemploymentradio.com slash live. Yeah. Oh, you're trying to like, what, cross cultures and mm-hmm. trying to fix Canadians? Dr. Science, the, the laws of Dr. Science cross all cultures, Sarah. It's a, there's no boundaries for, for the science that Dr. Science can dispel on people. Maybe I'll play a, a, some Canadian music. Right now. While we take a break. Okay. I just found one. Uh, you're not playing Nickelback, are you? Nope. No Bieber? Nope. Aladdin's more set? Nope. Yep. All right, let's take a break. <laughs> All right. We'll be back in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> 
You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Ah, yes. Gross. It's getting very sciencey in here. It's getting very sciencey, Sarah. So, as many people know, Doctor Science actually uh, shows up time to time for science facts, dispelling some of the untruths you may have learned in your educationings and your university learnings, and what the various professors say, and you know your teachologies. I'm just just let me know when you're done. I'm not really listening. Doctor Science is here to correct correct those things, and I'm not saying all the uh, professors are bad. They're not bad people. They're just uneducated. The people who well, got an education to educate other been, people are uneducated. They've been falsely educated, and that's why I'm full of knowledge that I'd like to expunge all over everyone right now. I, that's word still doesn't waves. mean what you I, think it means. I'm right there in your ears. Right up there in your ears. Gross. My knowledge is going to come pouring out of the headphones, speakers, wherever you're at. All right, so let me get the stretches. That's uh, required for anybody doing Ugh. doing science. Obviously, you got to get the brain juices flowing. Got to get them up there into the sponge and... Right up there to the surface. That's really gross today. <laughs> More so than usual. All right, sir. Are you done? All right. I'm, re- I'm ready. All right. Uh, I'm I'm ready. We do have a, a Canadian themed, a Canadian theme, if you will. Oh, excellent. Today yes. for Doctor Science. Yes. And the first question They're is: They're another this. country. There's a first fact for you. That's a free wow. That's yeah. thank you. All right. Yeah. First question. Dear Dr. Sainz. Yes! Mm-hmm. How did Canada get its name? How how did Canada get its name? Well, that's actually a very good question, sir. It's very good. A lot of people have been wondering this. You know, I mean, many people are just discovering that it is a country, actually. And people are wondering, wow, what is, what is this place named Canada I hear about once every four years when hockey happens? So here's the deal. Here's how this happened. So we have to go back to ancient times and approximately 1437 when Canada was founded by the Aramaic people as they came over here and they were, uh, they were over and the, the earth was a different place back then, sir. Earth was a very different place, actually. Uh, the, the poles were switched. I don't know if many people realize that in 1437 really happened in 35, but 37 is the main year people talk about. And uh, Canada was actually a vacation land. It was a very vacation yes, land. Yes, it was. A, it was a temperate zone. They called it the uh, you know the the Mediterranean of the of North America. And the Aramaic people would come over here, and they'd have a great time. They'd just love love hanging out over there. And then something happened. Now, what? Let's let's start off with this. The name of Canada back then actually was quite a bit different. It was uh, shortened. It was only part of that. It was called Ada. So it was just the Ada part of it. Now, can. Ada meant land. Can meant vacation. Oh, my God. So it was vacation land. And that's in, that's in ancient Aramaic in 1437. <coughs> and so they would come here and they would have a great time. Everybody loved going to Canada. And then suddenly the poles. They switched, Sarah. The poles switched. Oh, you're still talking. <laughs> The pole, of course, you know, the uh, North Pole moving to over, just over Bolivia, which is much further south. And Canada became a very, very cold country. But originally, that is how it got the name, was from the ancient Aramaics when it was called Vacation Land, when it was very warm. Now, little side fact for you. Uh-huh. Once they moved Vacation Land from there, guess where it went? Well, another ancient Aramaic, Aramaic word was Kun, C-U-N, which means hot. Can, Kun. It's just a little bit further oh south, and that's where the Aramaics went. So, <laughs> hot land. It went from vacation land to hot land. We're just gonna, we're just gonna do a two question. I, I don't know how much I could take. All right, Greg. I mean, Doctor Science. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. And second question. Uh huh. Final question. All right. Dear Doctor Science. Yes. Why are Canadian? Yeah. Why are Canadian Greek? <laughs> I can't talk now. I'm sorry. Shh. I didn't understand what you said. Mm. Why are Canadian geese mm-hmm. so aggressive? Oh, yes. They do seem to be the most aggressive of the they bunch. They are very, pretty, very... pretty, aggressive. Very angry geese. Very angry geese. Well, and this actually does... Uh, it's, it's a good point to be brought up because obviously, you know, this is mostly in other countries, you know, particularly the, the United States, where we see the aggressive nature of the Canadian geese, Canadian goose. Um... And there's a reason for that. 
Now, obviously, they spend a lot of time up there in Canada where everything's really cold, you know, and they get to watch uh, watch hockey and all that stuff, and there's frozen lakes, and, you know, it's basically, once you cross the border, it's it's all frozen. Everything's frozen as soon as Is you it, like, there. beyond the wall? It's kind of beyond the wall. If you've ever seen, yeah, Game of Thrones, that's a lot what it's like. So that's kind of the, the northern lands, you know, that's where the, the, the northerners live. All of those people, White Walkers, all mm-hmm, of that. That's White all, Walkers are that's, there. White Walkers come from Canada. Yeah, okay. Game of Thrones is partially based on reality. That's we all know White Walkers come from Canada. I mean, that's obvious. Yeah. So the geese are up there, and they're the, but that's kind of the, that's kind of where they where they hang out. That's their home country. But when they come down here to the United States, what do they notice right when they get down here? What's the big problem, sir? I don't. We don't have enough poutine. No, it's not just but no. No, that was a ridiculous answer. I don't know why you would even say something like that. Obviously, that's not it. No, it's because all of the water isn't frozen. And so they get down here and they're hanging out, you know, with all of the American geese. And the the, the Canadian geese will fly in there and they're like, wait a minute. These ponds, they're not frozen anymore. And obviously, you know, the Canadian geese are good at hockey, but the American geese are like, yep. I don't know what you're talking about. What is hockey? That uh, that doesn't even mean anything. And the Canadian geese will fly in there to these wet ponds. And, you know, they're swimming around, and they realize they're not very good at swimming. They're terrible swimmers. They're just used to walking around on the frozen ponds. And so all of the American geese will make fun of them for that. And then the Canadian geese will be like, well, this sucks. Why are you guys being so mean just because we don't know how to swim and we're not good at those kinds of sports? We're only good at sports where it's frozen. And uh, then they get really aggressive. They get very upset about it after a while because everybody's just always picking on them. And then they go back up to Canada, and then they're nice again. So in Canada, Canadian geese are actually very friendly. But down here, once they realize you know, there's no hockey and they're, and they're not good at swimming sports. Canadians do love their hockey. That's when they get angry. Okay. So that's it. All right. Thank you, Greg. Yep. I mean, Dr. Science. Yeah! Ah! Okay, that's enough of that. Yes. All okay. right. People are asking, is Dr. Science going to be there tomorrow? Unfortunately, I don't think that he's going to be able to make it. He has to go out of town this Oh, weekend. really? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, then unfortunately, Sharky won't be there either. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Sharky's going to be there. No, Sharky will not be. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, for those of you that are fans of Sharky, he's dead. Uh, he's been dead for about six months now, and nobody likes him, and nobody wanted him to be at the party, so Sharky <laughs> will not be there. Everyone unanimously voted. What? No, it is going to be there tomorrow, though, sir. What? A lot of fantastic things, including... Oh, my God. A bunch of our sponsors. Yes. Uh, Metro PCS will be there giving away a phone, and Squarespace is going to have some fantastic things there, too. Now, let us tell you, it's actually being transported from New York City. Yes. Tonight. So, <laughs> as you know, Sarah Wagner, of course, our uh, marketing person extraordinaire, is, she, is, she is actually in New York right now where Squarespace's headquarters are. She is visiting the Squarespace headquarters today and personally flying back. The stuff that's going to be given away at the party. Yes. That's how awesome Squarespace mm-hmm. is. And as we've talked about before, you know, they can handle all of your website needs. If you go to squarespace.com slash funemployment, use the offer code funemployment for 10% off. When we actually got a message from AJ, listener AJ, who wrote yesterday, he said, a big thank you to the gang at Fun Employment, uh, Greg Sarah, and of course, Kenny, for having a really cool sponsor in Squarespace. I have a real website for his farmer's market now with an actual dedicated URL, a shop nice. page, a contact page, and pages dedicated to showcase the farmers and artisans selling at the market. So he now has a place where he can do this, and it's so easy to design that all the features are there, everything that you would ever want. They handle all that for you. It's just click and click and drag. Yep. Drag and drop. Drag and click. Drag and click. Click and drag and drop. All these things. See, this is why we're Mm -hmm. not web designers, (laughs) because we can't even say that properly. They did all the work for us, so that way all you have to do is design it and make it look pretty. It's really fantastic. And we uh, greatly appreciate their sponsorship. And you guys, if you need a website, and you probably do, Go there now. Squarespace.com slash funemployment. Use the code funemployment for 10% off. All right. Sarah, it is rapidly approaching. Oh, my God. Next time we're on microphones, it will be at the network listener party. Oh, my God. Tomorrow night. Okay. Okay. Just a little over 24 hours away from now, you will be on stage by yourself doing five minutes of I fucking hate you. (laughs) (laughs) You are so horrible. Well, I'm going to be rap battling, so I mean, it's not going to be that much more. And Scott seems to be taking this pretty seriously. I know he is, actually. uh, The cast of the Rick Emerson show will be reunited for one night. Indeed. On stage. We're super excited about that. Yes, Rick and Tim will be there. Uh, Words of note, so just a couple of things of advice for the listener party. Uh, Don't touch Tim. 
Don't do not touch Tim <laughs> Riley. Um, just mess with Rick's hair if you see him. Obviously, he loves to be touched. Uh, you know, just walk up and <laughs> massage him. Yeah, give him a, give him a little massage. Quick shoulder massage. Yeah, little, little un, un, <laughs> yeah. unprompted shoulder massages always encouraged. <laughs> don't he, do that. Stop it. <laughs> no, don't touch that either. But you can't touch Sarah's hair. That's fine. You can't. So, no. Uh, Greg wants you to pick him up and carry him around. (laughs) Do not pick me up and carry me around. That's all Greg wants is someone to carry him around so he doesn't have to work, get his little legs tired. Now somebody's actually going to do that (laughs) because it's going to get later in the night and people are going to have drinks and then somebody's going to try to pick me up. Oh my God, you know what would be awful and also awesome is if Scott has, you know... A bunch to drink, and then he like tries to pick you up during the rap battle because I know you'll punch him in the face, and things are just going to get awful. <laughs> it's going to be heated. Well, Scott Daly and I right now we're gearing up for a battle. Afterwards, we'll be friends, but it's going to be a battle. It's no no holds barred, no no punches not thrown, those kind of things. Yeah, yes. Scott, don't pick up Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, we are so excited to see all of you that can make it out tomorrow. So, of course, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. You can still pick up tickets at funemploymentradio.com. Click on the link. They are uh, $5 presale and then $10 at the door if there are any tickets left at the door. Mm. So uh, we can't guarantee anything. Yeah. Yeah. We, so yeah, we do not I have the final count yet. suggest getting your, t- getting your tickets now. Mm, uh, yeah. Right after this show, if you're listening live on the network, will be a very special episode of B-Sides and Besides. I don't know what Keelan has prepared right, for. It's, it. a, it's episode number 42. Episode number 42, but he seems very excited saying that it's a special episode. So I don't know what that Maybe means. it's all Scott Daly rapping. I do. <laughs> <laughs> An hour and a half of Scott Daly yeah. raps? <laughs> oh, God. Well, you'll have to stay tuned to find out. I can't wait to... If Scott Daly actually rapped... See, that, it would be all about like Pink a, Floyd and Duran Duran. All right, let me be honest, because I like I think I can probably beat him. But then, what if he shows up and he's just like really well, good? Let's be let's be honest. Hasn't Keelan been writing his shit? I don't know. Uh, that's what I word on the street is that Keelan is was that writing his rhymes. Yeah, well, I'm all original. So yeah, you are all me. original. I'm saying that's kind of a you know you can't get a professional musician to write your shit and then win. That's like he's already setting out to lose. Well, then I'm still going to win. Yeah. Yeah, that just raised the bar a little bit. Scott Daly, I'm coming for you. All right. Uh, thank you so much, everyone. We will be back on Monday, or maybe we'll see you all on Saturday. No. With another episode of Fun Employment Radio. Take on bye. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.